1: Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. This episode of Spaces Podcasts is supported by Twin Motion and by Section Cut from our friends at Monograph. You'll hear more about them later on in the episode. Hello! My name is Demetrius. This is Jason. Morning all. And you are listening to Spaces Podcast Express. Thank you for coming back, everybody. Jason, I'm jealous. You're uh, calling in remote. Yes, sir. A beautiful site that you sent just sent me just to rub it in. You're in Hawaii. Yep. <laughs> I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, so uh, thanks for jumping on this uh, while you're sitting with your feet kicked back enjoying an amazing view uh, right today we're gonna talk about shop drawings I know we have a lot of different listeners at different levels so just wanted to give a little bit of a uh, setup for what shop drawings are so shop drawings are basically the Additional drawings that manufacturers will put together. They'll look at the architectural drawings, whether it be cabinets or railings, um, glass walls, all these different assemblies. And the manufacturer will look at the information that's provided in the architecture drawings and then do their drawings on basically how...
0: we will correct the architect's drawings that what
1: you're saying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh on basically how they will actually build it uh with additional information i will say
0: <laughs> that was it that was a shot yeah that was a that was a shot for sure all right keep yeah. going yeah
1: yeah <laughs> uh, so i with the cabinet manufacturing you guys uh definitely do shop drawings right yes can you talk a little bit about your process of putting shop drawings together
0: yeah yeah, no problem. So actually, what it really becomes is kind of like a, a a combination of three different things, right? So you take the architect renderings for sure from a floor plan um, view, and then sometimes you know to get your measurements, and then you take your guys's like uh, what I call it elevation views of the kitchens and all that kind of stuff to get what your original idea was we'll take yeah. that then what we'll do is we'll blend that with like each each one of our partners kind of has a different way that they like their stuff right mm-hmm. and so they may not have necessarily you know explained that to you guys when you're coming up with your drawings and whatnot so we'll kind of throw their flavor on it as well and then on the third part we kind of make it work right from a, if you'll if you'll look at it from like an engineering perspective right mm-hmm. so we kind of put all three of those together and then make all the renderings and what we do it's you know that a lot of times depending again on the partner we can just provide our bid on the drawings, like a number wise and say, like what I always tell them is look, you know, regardless of what drawings I send you or not, this includes what the drawings are in the blueprint because to your point, the shop drawings take forever. Yeah. And then if we're, if we go further down to where we're going to be awarded the job, obviously we need to create the actual shop drawings for elect. It's amazing. It feels like the electrician needs it. The plumber needs it. Like nobody's ever built a set of plans unless you have like a picture view of what's going on. Right. Which makes sense because the picture just kind of defines everything, you know, it has the measurements on it. So we'll do all of that and we'll submit that to our partner and they'll usually either a approve it or ask for something different. Or we also try to verify at that point, the specs of like for us specifically appliances and things that are going in right sizes, style, all that type of stuff. And then once we have that, those drawings are completely approved, the physics, up, and everything's done. that's actually what we use a lot of times to go into production too in manufacturing. Yeah. It's just a cabinet side. Each plan, like a plan one, plan two, plan three, plan four, probably takes a couple hours of plan to draw up and get all that into what we call is like a cabinet CAD. It's not quite CAD, but mm-hmm. it's a cabinet version of, of a CAD drawing.
1: Yeah. So the funny thing uh, about shop drawings is there, there's this not so subtle undertone of CYA to the process. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100 (laughs) percent so so the uh for those that don't know cya is cover your your assets (laughs) assets Assets, exactly (laughs) um so we so the funny thing is that there's like when we as architects receive shop drawings we have to review and make sure that it's in line with the intent of architectural design so uh, it's going to fit where we say that it's going to fit it accomplishes what we're trying to accomplish and which is understandable so that you want to see it and give your approval but it's just the funny the part that i find funny about it is companies will vary how they handle this but Mm -hmm. sometimes they send the drawings and it's like is this kind of what you want and you right. can just send an email or call or whatever, right. and say, "Yeah, that's good. Let's go." And they'll. That's some- a good
0: point. There's a ton of back and forth with that sometimes, especially when it's a little new or a little bit different. It's like taking a screenshot and being like, "Hey, how about this?" Yeah, right. And they send it back. No, I kind of want this. Okay, how about this? Yeah. And, and honestly, that that back and forth is great because what you, as you know, when you go through a full set, mm-hmm. like it's hard to go back and manipulate little things because it changes everything. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to get that out of the way beforehand. I, I totally agree.
1: Yeah. So it varies between companies. So some, you just send them an email. Yeah, this looks good. Go ahead. And they'll take off with the project. But then some on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, we need you to sign every sheet, stamp it, uh, indicate that you've reviewed the whole thing and give us your firstborn child. It's like this nonstop thing of they want to make sure that You guarantee exactly what they show is exactly what's going to be built and just basically to cover themselves so that if anything changes or doesn't fit, it's not their fault. So they shift the blame to someone else.
0: Well, you know, what's funny too is like, I don't know if you're referring to the partner at that point or the owner of the project, but what I've noticed a lot of times when I'm dealing with the owner of the project. It's usually
1: the manufacturer.
0: Okay, yours is a little different. So I'm going direct to the owner of the project, right? Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed on those things, when they come back and they're super detailed on exactly how they want stuff, they also think that the on-site build is going to be exactly as everybody <laughs> intended to begin with, right? Yeah. And I'm like, guys, I can't give it to you. To, I mean, I can't give it to you to the half inch, but you got to understand, every time I go into a location when I'm doing cabinets, it's off by an inch, two inches, yeah. sometimes six inches, you know, those kind of things. And I'm like, how quickly are you going to allow- You got to be able to allow me to make these adaptations as long as I'm keeping with the overall thing, yeah. because there's always that big disconnect between what the office thinks is happening and what actually happens with the trades on, on site, right? Your framers and everybody else. So it's very, and then your superintendents too, right? Your your project manager superintendents, they're always making calls on site that you know they don't know in the office, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a funny situation to be in a lot of times.
1: Yeah, and and I do want to make this point before I forget. When you're going through this shop drawing process, do not allow anyone to pressure you into giving an approval before you've actually had a chance to look through and make sure that you're comfortable approving it because when you get into construction people are all on their own timelines to have their own motivations and reasons to push you into giving them the green light to go you have to make sure to stand your ground and actually take the time to look through and make sure that everything's right anytime you give an approval because you just never know what'll happen. Like there was this uh, long process we were dealing with a piece of equipment and everybody was, you know, what we thought was on board with these plans that had been sent to the city and approved. And it's probably three weeks or a month has gone by. And all of a sudden I get a set of drawings. that's like updated plans for this same piece of equipment. Can you approve this? And I'm like, what? We already taken care of this. It's been in the city submittal set and has been approved. Everybody's good with it. So I made sure to take time and look through and found something that was wrong. And I yep. was like, this is not what, we approved so i had to contact another manufacturer and every, get everybody back on the same page and then get the new set in or the the original set that everyone had approved and then give my approval on that come to find out someone was trying to pull a fast one and cover themselves they had dropped the ball <laughs> they had dropped the yep. ball somewhere and tried to blame me and say that there was a bunch yep. of changes and all this other stuff, which yep. had nothing to do with me. It was just the city being particular, uh, again dealing with miscommunication from the uh, during COVID. So they they basically dropped the ball and tried to pull in some random drawings from I have no idea where. And uh, if I would have approved these. It would have been wrong and I would have been in trouble for sure for for giving a green light on, on this set. It's interesting that you say that because it's like you said earlier, right? It's CYA.
0: And so one of the things that I've taught like our teams to do, and I, and usually I'm on the front end side of it doing these types of things. So anytime I say, here's what we're doing, even if it's a phone call, I follow up with an email. I'm like, Hey, based, you know, just, just a quick hit on our, you know, phone call we just had just so we're on the same page and I email them and I save those emails in the project file. Mm-hmm. because, and it's inevitably, sometimes people, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take the nice route. Sometimes people have too much going on that they can handle. Mm-hmm. And so they forget what they're doing or whatever. And, and what you do when that happens, like in your situation or I'm dealing with our builder partner, I'm always emailing back like, hey, I, you know, I always provide an out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this, is a bu- this is a business thing for people. Like this is a really smart thing to do. You never want to go back and say, you said, Like That's not what you want to do because it puts people on the defensive and they're not going to want to work with you and all those kind of things. So business tactic wise, I always go back. I'm like, hey, maybe I messed something up. But here's the email I have working off of what we discussed. Did something change? Yeah, It's not saying you said this and this is why we did this. You create some kind of contentious argument. It's more so about like, hey, here's why I did what I did. Did I miss something or is there something else we need to go off of? And it's so important that people understand that they need to save those things. Because we have a lot going on, too. And yeah. you want to be able to reference stuff and go, why the hell did I do that? And I can't tell you how many times I was, th- right? Like, you yeah. have a lot going on. I have a lot going on. And you're, I'm, I'm trying to think about something I did six months ago. Yeah. And it's like, oh God, I don't remember. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, a lot of times I do. But every so often, you're like, what? No. Like, what? like why? I'm not that dumb. Why would I have done that? You know what I mean? And, and so it's good to do that, but it's such a good business practice for people that, especially if you're up and coming or new or or trying to move forward and you're dealing with heavier and heavier things or more and more expensive like projects. Like, look, you want to document the things you're doing, not only to CYA, but honestly, just remind yourself of why you did this and where you did it. So when you go back and you work with your partners, you can say, Hey, here's what I have. Was there a conversation I wasn't a part of? Did something else take place? Or do we want to do this? Mm-hmm. oh yeah like i've had it before like oh i forgot that's what we want to do yeah yeah stick with that you know what i mean like that kind of stuff so it's really important i think you know it's a good business practice to do those types of things because it, more times than not it hasn't been contentious at least with me mm-hmm. it's more so just like a jogging of the memory right so everybody can get back on the same page like you said yeah
1: we're gonna take a quick break to share a little bit more about our sponsors What if you could visualize your building in a couple of clicks, remove months from the design process, or create a bridge between stakeholders to solve problems before they even come up? Our friends at Twinmotion offer simple, real-time visualization for architects. Their technology lets you view and edit your scene on the go in the same pixel-perfect quality as the final rendering. Twinmotion seamlessly integrates with other tools like SketchUp and Revit, transforming your BIM or CAD models into high-quality images, panoramas, VR videos, or presentations. Sound complicated? Well, what if I told you that Twinmotion enables anyone to present the biggest ideas in the easiest way possible, regardless of previous CG experience? To download your exclusive free trial, head to Twinmotion.link spaces. That's Twinmotion.link spaces. Section Cut by Monograph. Monograph is building a community of like-minded firm owners and operations leaders who are looking for solutions that align with their firm's values. On top of that, Monograph is building the only cloud-based practice operations software built exclusively for architects by architects. Monograph's easy to use and beautifully designed software allows you and your team to know in near real time whether you are on pace to deliver a project on budget. With Monograph, you and your team can plan project schedules, budgets, role assignments, and team members all in one place. The best part of Monograph? It doesn't require a degree in finance to use. To experience the difference today, sign up for a free trial at Monograph.com. And to underscore their commitment, on August 12th, Monograph will be hosting their first ever virtual conference. It's called Section Cut. This one-day event brings firm owners, operations leaders, and project leaders together to learn from success stories and workshops, all with the goal of improving their business. Reserve a seat at Section Cut today by visiting sectioncut.com. And shop drawings are a very critical part of a project process. Like you mentioned, they come up usually pretty late because it's, uh, it's in the construction phase. And depending on what trade is doing, this particular part of the work, say it's a, a railing that's you know much later in the construction, they'll send you this. And as a designer, you've been done with the project sort of mentally. <laughs> you kind of checked out at that point. Uh, you may have moved on to a new project and this is months later and you get this new set. Depending on how your company is broken up, you know, some some will shift construction uh, administration or observation to a whole nother team that will take it over. But these things can come up much later in the project and you are not even in the right mindset to recall this information. So you really have to take your time and kind of go back to your notes and figure out, okay, what was this part? What do we agree on? Why is it, if it's different, why is it different? And you have to really make sure to take your time to, to track that all the way through and before you give an approval, understand what you're approving. Totally agree. It's,
0: it's important. I mean, you know, it's kind of like when you look at shop drawings and stuff, that old, what is that old, that old saying, like a picture is worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. I mean, it totally is. And I can't tell you how many trades, don't even pay attention to the writing and stuff like that and just look for drawings. I'm not saying that's right. Yeah. Like I think, I think it needs to be a, a combination of the two obviously, but that, but if you're going to say which one are you going to look at hundred percent, you're going to look at the drawing and the image more so than whatever's written. hundred percent.
1: Yeah. From a, a manufacturer or a trade side uh, perspective, when you're putting those together and distributing them, are you, you're getting the approval from architects, right?
0: So I don't do, so here's what I do. And I learned this a while ago. I used to send it to a group, right? Mm -hmm. And what I noticed what happened with that is too many hands are in the pot at that point. So in my situation, I go directly to our builder partner and I say, is this what you want? Because they're the ones that are technically paying for it and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I let them distribute from there. So um, I all, like I said at the beginning, I will take the architects, you know, ideas and thoughts like the overall design in in mine and then i'll apply the builder partners type stuff they need and then i will go directly to them to let them distribute it from there once they've given me their approval and at that point they're also looping in the architect now i can tell you when i've gone on a lot of um walks and stuff the architect's never seen my (laughs) drawings. so (laughs) i so so and knowing that right like that's just that's just part of business is understanding that i will go to them and i will say hey you know, I can email it to you right now. I always have it on hand, ready to go. And, and you know, in our business, you start to know all the architects, right? Like, especially in the residential side. Yeah. But you always get that okay. And then you send it to them and here's the latest revision. So that way they have it because it's useful for you guys to see what we're doing. Right. Yeah. Just like for the same reasons you already spoke of. So I definitely do that. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Just to kind of clarify, it there's a, there's a different relationship when you're doing like a production home building. and. Yeah and most other other building types typically the shop drawings will go to the architect on most other jobs but uh in the production home building because a lot of the relationships can be framed as the the home builder Uh, is typically bringing in the architect to sort of get them through the permitting process. And then to some extent they kind of take over from there. So they will engage with a lot of the trades uh, directly and the architects aren't necessarily as engaged as they may be for other jobs. And it it depends on how these relationships are set up, but that's kind of often the case in home building um, where the builder will take over and, coordinate directly with you guys all the trades and and manufacturers so that makes sense but when you're exchanging when you're working with them uh directly with the builder have you been burned or uh not been burned like is there a reason that you don't go to the extent of having someone sign off all these documents and and do it like that rather than just a verbal confirmation or do you no, I always have them sign off on our drawings. Okay,
0: Always. They, okay. Always, get, they always get approved. And, and anytime, so like once we've got an approval, and usually what happens is i will get a, if I haven't already done the drawings, I'll get a, um, a notice that we're going to be doing a frame walk. So obviously we need the drawings at that point because mm-hmm. I'll go mark out and I'll post those for the frame walk and everything. So immediately if they haven't been done um, or if I need to do them right away, I will send them to them and say, hey, is this good or these approved? And until I have an approved set of shop drawings, we don't do anything. Mm-hmm. so there's there's no way to advance unless you have that approval so it's always approved but when you ask have i been burned before <laughs> well i mean there's been attempts to burn us you know 100 percent, right and especially like the the real the real acumen in my opinion on the production side or residential side comes in where they're trying to burn you on site when somebody's trying to you know protect you know pta protect their you know a <laughs> assets. and yeah. and you look at it and you're like well okay tell you what I'm pretty sure there's a reason why we did this. So I will review and I'll send it to everybody. So they have it, you know, like that kind of thing. But but more times than not, I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure I've screwed up. Don't get me wrong, but, (laughs) but I've never screwed up on something huge where it's like, we just did the wrong thing entirely. It may have been a spec difference, or maybe I did miss an appliance change or something to that effect, but not, not anything where, you know, it's really specific where I will tell you is I'm extremely specific is when it comes to ADA requirements. So that, that for us is huge because that changes everything we do in a height and a depth and removable parts and all that kind of stuff for residential. We have to be extremely diligent in making sure we're good there. Um, So I get that, like I've got notes everywhere on that, just like the architect kind of does about their, you know, moving space and everything else. I do the same exact thing Mm -hmm. because that one, you definitely have to get everybody's attention for sure but I haven't been burned like completely yet. I do remember the very first job I ever did. I mean, I blew that, but that was kind of, you know, that was, that was just learning from the initial. But after that, you know, you learn, you take your hard knocks, you figure it out. That's business.
1: Yeah. And it makes sense that you, you go through those extra, that process of making sure that you, everyone understands and agrees on what you've done. Uh, We do that through certain phases sometimes of uh, the architectural process. But it's just you have to make it clear from the get go that that is your process because like I had one project or one item where it was like all you had to do is confirm via email that the the set is fine and go ahead and proceed because you have the email as your backup. But uh, there was one where you know they sent some drawings and confirmed that those were good to go, and then months later they came back and said oh the company has to have it signed so now i had to go back and relook at everything and it's just a long process of having to arduous yeah yeah trying to uh recall all that information months later so i think that's enough for shop drawings but uh thank you for uh joining me from beautiful hawaii jason <laughs> yeah super jealous Thank you to the listeners for listening. We will talk again on Thursday. Thanks. Thank you to Twinmotion for their support of this podcast episode. Don't forget to visit twinmotion.link spaces today and try Twin Motion for free. Thank you to Monograph for their support of this podcast episode. To reserve a seat at their first ever interactive virtual conference, visit sectioncut.com today. Thanks again for listening. Spaces is part of the Gable Media Network. You can check out similar content at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-Media.com. If you enjoy our show, you can support us in three simple ways for free. You can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on your podcast app if it allows you to. Tell a friend and follow us on social media. Thanks for spending time with us. Talk soon.